Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Film Making Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Now, do you remember the other day when I was telling you about my friend who had the million-dollar movie offer? Uh, he's the guy, when I told you how he can't make his movie for a million dollars because he actually needs five million. Now, aside from the fact that that's incredibly crazy to me and still to this day continues to be crazy to me, uh, there's another point to that that I really want to address with you. Um, and, you know, we could call this a hidden message if you want to. But here's, here's a big lesson. The people you surround yourself with, these are one of the most important factors in your overall filmmaking success. And your filmmaking success is the reason why I keep making these podcasts, obviously, um, because I want to help you. I know your goal is to get a movie made, seen, and selling. And keeping yourself surrounded by people who can help you, who can motivate you, who can make you feel better about your future, that's essential to your success. I wonder if you ever heard this statement, you become the people you spend your most time with. Um, let me just repeat that. You become the people you spend the most time with. Now, this is true with my friends, and it is absolutely true with you and your friends as well. You share the same beliefs as your friends. You influence each other. And if you want to test this, um, next time you're around your friends, uh, I, I bet if you were to ask them, and it's obviously one of these personal questions you probably don't want to ask people, but I bet you make within $20,000 a year of your closest friends. And the first time I realized this, I immediately started to improve a few things. And uh, I'll probably share more about you know, some of these success strategies with you in, in future podcasts. But let me just give you some action steps for right now. Now, remember what I said earlier a few podcasts ago about excuseaholics? Number one, start by limiting your time with those people, especially the excuseaholics who are super negative and bring you down. Because I'll tell you this, I promise you this, a decade from now, these will be the same negative people, but they're going to be far more negative and far more full of excuses as to why they hadn't made anything happen in their life. So you want to get out of those relationships or minimize those relationships as much as possible. Um, and you may have heard this quote. Let me just share another one. Um, there's this guy named Charlie Jones out there and, and uh, a lot of, um, you know, motivational speakers and success gurus uh, seem to quote this guy a lot. So I figured why, why not? I'll go ahead and quote him too. Um, but Charlie uh, Jones says, you are the same today as you'll be in five years, except for two things. The books that you read, or in our case, the educational material that you expose yourself to, but let me, let me repeat this. You are the same today as you'll be in five years, except for two things. The books that you read and the people that you meet. And that's it. You're going to be the same in five years, except for two things. The books that you read and the people that you meet. Now, if you can't find good people in your own inner circle, then you're going to have to go outward. You know, for some of you, you live in uh, Podunk area. I certainly grew up in small rural Pennsylvania, and, and I didn't really have the internet the way we do these days. So that's one way that you can meet some people online. Um, we have a great group on Facebook. If you weren't aware of that, you go to facebook.com forward slash filmmaking stuff. People are often having heated discussions about all sorts of different things. Um, 
and you know, like I said heated, but I, I tend to think that we lean more towards positive, uh, empowering discussions. I, I try to weed out all the people that are just there to hate on people. Um, but that's a join us at facebook.com forward slash filmmaking stuff. Um, some of the people on there are veteran film producers. Uh, some are beginners just starting to utilize the filmmaker action pack. Um, which you may or may not have already purchased. Uh, it's at makeyourmovienow.com if you want to check it out. But either way, the group is full of awesome filmmakers. And if you join a discussion, you know, you'll probably meet a few people. And I don't want to have any negative people there. I'm very, like I said, I'm very particular about it. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting a little bit off track. Um, let me start talking a little bit more about filmmaking. Let's get back on track here. So I, I want to bring home the message to you that the people you surround yourself with is vital to your success. Again, you become the people you spend the most time with. And this lesson, if you really take it seriously and you start thinking about the people you're hanging out with, you know, for me, when I started thinking about the people I hang, hung out with, you know, this changed the course of my entire life. And that's not venturing too far into hyperbole. Um, but here's the thing. When you you know, if you're somewhere outside of Hollywood here, it's pretty normal. But if you're outside of Hollywood and you start telling people around you that you're going to make movies and eventually someday, um, you know, there's a lot of people around you that aren't going to understand. So if you're telling them that you're going to make movies, it's a little bit of a waste of your time um, because they'll be like, hey, you want to be a filmmaker? And they're going to be like, I don't understand. You're crazy. You're a dreamer. And believe me, if you're, if you're trying to you know, become a filmmaker in a small town and nobody around there has a context for it as, as a real business, um, don't try to pull that out when you're on dates. I, I tried it and you know, my, it didn't work out for me. Anyway, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's because nobody really cares. When you share your aspirations with your friends you know, and you're talking about making movies – all talk, no matter what you aspire towards, is always going to be filtered through the lens of your friend's own limiting beliefs. So nobody can get in your head and actually see your vision, you know? And that's just how it is. And it's going to be that way for you for a while until you build up a network of people that frankly get it. And sometimes that means that you're actually going to have to take action and make a movie. That way you can start to show people that you're capable of doing more than just talking. They're going to look at you like a weirdo if you're just talking about this stuff. But if you take action, then I'm here to tell you that it's good to be a little bit weird. Um, interesting thing, you know, once you're done listening to this podcast today, why don't you go out on YouTube and create an account for yourself and then produce a short video with your camera phone. Make it two minutes long. Just introduce yourself. Let the world know that you're a filmmaker. Go do that. And the reason for YouTube is really simple. It's the second largest search engine in the world. Um, when I was working um, in distribution at a previous company called Chill, we actually put together a marketing strategy for a movie called Camp Dakota. It was a campy camp comedy starring three popular YouTubers, um, and I want to tell you in a later podcast about how we were able to get over 80,000 people to sign up on the Camp Dakota movie website email list. Uh, that was pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> and then we were able to sell thousands of movie merchandise while the movie was still in production, which was totally unprecedented. Um, I'll share some more of that stuff with you at another time. Um, but for now, 
why, how is that even possible? Well, let's focus on YouTube. YouTube is powerful. You probably know why. You know, as I mentioned, it's the second largest search engine. It happens to be owned by Google. Um, but these YouTubers, you know, there were quite a few popular YouTubers that we used to track at Chill. And some of these YouTubers are making over $10,000 per month by recording videos and building audience engagement grassroots style. The videos are mostly shot on inexpensive cameras. There's nothing fancy. And the other part about it that's really interesting is that a lot of the people that have become famous YouTubers started out just like us. They started out not knowing anybody in the industry, but that didn't stop them from grabbing a camera and pushing a record button. You know, many YouTubers started out with very simple videos. Next thing you know, boom, they start growing an audience. And now these YouTubers are making a full-time living, in some cases, from their bedroom. Some of these YouTubers are getting Hollywood movie offers. And again, these are simple but interesting videos that these folks produce. Low production value, but good content. And if you think about it, I mean, I, I can't ask them yet, but if I meet a YouTuber, I'm going to ask whether or not their friends thought they were weird. My guess is their friends probably thought that they were weird. Their parents probably thought that they were crazy. Yet with a simple advertising revenue split, some of these YouTubers are making more than $10,000 per month. Some are making a lot more. And here's the thing. What it means to actually be a filmmaker is changing rapidly. Back when I started out, as I mentioned to you in previous podcasts, we shot everything on film. People argued. I, I distinctly remember people arguing about whether, you know, if film's better than video, if you should shoot on film versus video. It was amazing that we, had, that we wasted so much time arguing about something that now is just a no-brainer. You know, and what changed it? Star Wars came out, the prequels. You probably have your own ideas about the prequels. But, you know, content aside, those prequels were shot mostly in HD. Um, okay, I'll admit, I did not like the movie, but I loved the technology. And at that point, the paradigm started to shift. The term DIY, do-it-yourself distribution, there was a time when that term was derogatory. The idea of being able to produce a movie, upload it, and potentially make money was complete fantasy, especially with short-form content shot on video. Back then, if you were to talk about making short-form content and putting it on YouTube, it, it would have sounded like fantasy or sacrilegious, right? But then things started to change. Innovations happened. The internet happened. And as a result, you know, you've seen that the publishing industry's changed, and then the music industry's changed, and now our time has come. The film industry is rapidly evolving. We now have the ability to make movies. And it does not take much to create a short clip on your camera phone and then upload it to YouTube. If you do this enough time, you will get traffic, you will get subscribers, you will build an audience, and you will, at some point, if you keep doing it over and over again and you reach a critical mass, you'll be able to leverage your audience and use that so that you can produce bigger and bigger projects. Now, I'm going to talk a lot about building an audience in, in our future time together, um, but, you know... I hope that you're as excited as I am. You know, all of this stuff. One day I feel like I woke up with a filmmaking epiphany. And this is it. You don't have to live in Los Angeles to start your filmmaking career. You can do it from anywhere. You don't have to ask permission. 
inexpensive technology coupled with the internet allows you to make, market, and sell movies without asking permission. And you can start with YouTube. So that's what you should be focused on. Your negative friends, all the ones that I was mentioning earlier, they're going to probably spend the next week complaining about insert any you know any topic you can imagine. They're going to they're just going to complain about stuff. I don't want you to complain anymore. Don't sit around and get into those conversations. Don't discuss how much you hate different political things or different things that are happening outside of your control. Don't waste any time on any of that stuff. What you should spend your time on is planning at least one short project per week, one project to keep you sane, one project to keep you moving forward towards your goals, one short project to help move you closer to getting a feature film made and getting your career into high gear. So here's some action steps for you, a little bit of homework for you. I want you to go to YouTube right now. You know what to do next. (laughs) you know what to do. Go over there right now. What are you waiting for? Set up a profile. Make a two-minute video introducing yourself. If you want to, um, you're actually listening to this podcast, you can email me your short video, uh, Jason at Filmmaking Stuff. And as I mentioned to you the other day, if you're looking for short film ideas or exercises, go to 101shortfilmideas.com. So that's 101shortfilmideas.com. 101shortfilmideas.com. All right. Um, anyway, I'm sure you know where we're headed here. We're going to make, you and me, we're going to take some small actions together. And I'm going to help you. And with these small actions, you're going to get closer and closer to your awesome filmmaking goals. So we're going to start with baby steps. Just one little intro video that you should do today. Write some descriptive text. Then, um, you know, some keywords and descriptive text for your YouTube video when you actually upload it. And then, before you're done, I want you to plan your next YouTube project. And extra credit if you can write out your own 101 short film ideas. You want to keep these short films small, keep them around two minutes each. But by doing this, by uploading it, by going through the process, you're going to build confidence. And that's going to make you a far better filmmaker at the end of the year than most people that are just sitting around complaining about why they can't get their movie made. Now, this homework that I'm sharing with you, it's only going to take you a few hours to complete. And the important thing is, it's going to get you started moving in the direction that you need to go, which is by taking action. Your goal here is not to make a perfect movie for YouTube. It's really hard to do that in two minutes. But what this exercise does is it helps you grow an audience of people who know you and know your work. And the second part of your homework is to craft out some ways so that you can spend less time with all the negative Nellies in your life. So you know what you need to do. Go do it now. If you need a little bit of extra inspiration, download my guide, 101shortfilmideas.com. As always, email me, jason at filmmakingstuff.com. And I got to remind you again, take action and make your movie now.